Welcome to another BritFlix.com podcast. My name's Stuart Wright, and today's guest is coming in from Lithuania, a new country for me on the podcast. It's Ruslan Kamadulin. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Stuart. Nice to be here. Hi, everyone. Welcome, listeners, to our podcast. We're going to do two things on this conversation. We're going to we're going to briefly explore your love of horror films, and then we're going to jump into talking about your software screen screenwriting tools that comes under the heading of film stage, and then from there we'll talk about maybe the future of AI in uh, the creation of film. Which, as a screenwriter myself, I'm fascinated to learn how computers are going to. Either make me redundant or make my life easy. I don't know which one it is. We'll find out when I get talking. Just so you know, I'll put links in the show notes so people can find your website and stuff to go and look at it for themselves. Right, right. And also, I think we will provide them with the discount code to register and get a taste of our application and, you know, test it out. You remember to say that when we get towards the end, and uh, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Okay, Mm -hmm. then. Let's start off with your love of horror films first, and I've got five quick questions for you. About horror films, they're not. They're not. They're not. It's not general knowledge. It's about films you've watched. It's not a. So the an, the answer is only you. Only you have the answer. It's not like I'm. It's not who starred in the fourth version of Halloween or anything. Um, <laughs> okay, great. So let's start at the top then. What was the first horror film you remember seeing? Good question. Actually, the first horror movie I remember seeing was John Carpenter's The Thing. For sure. It was back to 90s, 1995 or four, something like that. I was home alone, just clicking through television, and accidentally I saw the sequence with a spider head crawling under the table. It was so terrifying. It was it literally, it literally stayed in my memory for years before I was able finally find what was that movie and for me it means a lot yeah no that's a it's always a good way to accidentally find them um what is your favorite horror set piece good question some examples maybe um well you've just you've just described one in the thing haven't you with um with the the spider head that was a that's mm-hmm. a classic set piece or yeah. You've got you've got Jason uh, Jason well not Jason I think it was uh, you got Kevin Bacon's spear through the throat in uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Also, it's kind of obvious, but the iconic appearance of Chestbuster in the Alien mm. always always it always so fresh and terrifying and horrible, really nice. Also, if we are you would like not talk about death obvious sequences. Uh, there was a movie from 80s or late 70s, I don't remember actually. It was a British one, I believe, Extra, called mm. Extra, about Dalian. Yes. And the scene when that human height, human-sized toy soldier just cuts the chains with the bolt cutter at that old women house yes oh so, it's so funny and you know it's it's really cool that, fil- that film has no as has no right to be as popular as it is because it makes no sense but but it's still an enjoyable film every time i watch it i always enjoy it it's a gem i don't know why it's it's so unpopular and also 
the set from basket case let's let's talk about this movie because the whole concept of this small mutant <sighs> twin brother mutated human like creature it's so horrible it was literally i was literally having a, a nightmares after watching like three three movies in a row and the first time when it gets out of the basket is super scary to me what was the first film what was the first horror film to give you nightmares nightmare on elm let's say the first one yes because when i was a kid it looked it, it looked really realistic to me i don't know i was actually afraid of rewatching it till late till early 20s or something like that hmm. before i kind of accumulated enough 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 bravery to return <laughs> to Nightmare on Elm. I don't know. I don't know. There was some kind of, you know, short circuit in my mind, which made the character of, of Freddy Krueger super scary to me. And it, it really gave me nightmares. What was the last horror film you saw? It was The Burning, I guess. The original Burning? Yes. There was a really nice streaming service, 100% horror movies only called Shudder. Mm. And I have a subscription there and I watch movies from time to time. My friend's got a film on there. If you check out Hellbender on Shudder, if, if you're not already. No, I didn't. It's a, it's a great witch's tale, uh, if you've not seen that one. And finally, what is your favourite horror film? I always have an answer to this question, actually. It's 100% the thing, John Carpenter's masterpiece. It's the best time. It's It's not just the best horror movie it's the best movie of all times to me you're not alone there's a, there's an academic from liverpool who basically has done lots of youtube analysis videos about the <laughs> thing and he concludes that the thing is the ultimate ultimate weapon like the ultimate because you cannot see it. it it just it it embodies whatever living thing it embodies it isn't actually anything and yeah, therefore yeah. he he's even done he's even done estimates as to if they hadn't blown up the base, like how quickly it would yeah, have just yeah. destroyed the world if it had been able yeah, to, to get to civilization. Right. And it's still unknown. Mm. Where was were they successful in destroying everything or not? The the end is obviously open, so it's up to the audience to decide what happened next. And also there was a there was the idea about what actually makes the horror movie enjoyable to watch to me is the concept of a of a house like in every movie i like there's some idea of the house which gets destroyed it's true for the thing obviously because they have this arctic camp totally destroyed by external forces and the concept and the same the same is true with alien the sheep obviously their sheep is their house and it's also get destroyed by some external force and uh, it's pretty much the same in, in every horror movie, which gets you, gives you the sense of comfort for for some time, and then it takes it away in a really horrible way. Well, yeah, because it's well, it's it's that it's that metaphor, isn't it? For you know, you and I live in a house, everything's fine. You take it for granted because normal is normal. Mm -hmm. Then you introduce mm -hmm. something that's unusual or not normal. Yeah. Suddenly, it's no longer your house anymore, and obviously. It's no longer the spaceship. It's no longer the Arctic base. And because, I mean, they call it monster, like a monster in the house is kind of the story 
the story yes. it is, and yes. you know, it, every ghost story is that, isn't it? Yeah. Is is about people trapped in a house, people trapped in a building. Yeah, it's it's so true, and also it's very resonate with my own story because I had to, ex- like, I had to leave my house by emergency twice in the past two years. Right. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. So, yeah, right. The first time, well, I originally from Belarus. I, till August 2020, I was living there. And actually, then came the revolution which was not quite successful and it's still ongoing. And um, uh, I was arrested. Wow. And soon I realized that either I will be sentenced for a really long term or who knows what's going to happen because mm-hmm. there's no law. There's no law if it was any in Belarus. So I had to leave. The, my original idea was to leave like for a month and I'm still, and I'm still traveling. And before that, before arriving to Vilnius, actually, I was living in Kiev. And you can imagine what happened on February 24th. Wow. So, one more time, grab your backpack and get out. So, it, this is a really horrible experience. <laughs> I, I, well, I can't imagine. I, I won't pretend I can. But I'm glad to see you're safe and sound. And it seems quite trite to, to segue from what you've just told me to, uh, to talk about film you stage. But mm-hmm. uh, but but we will, and uh, I'm grateful you're here to tell me all about it. So, do you want to start at the top? Do you want to say basically what it is first and foremost? People understand what it, if they click on the link and use the discount code, what are they going to get when? What they're going to find when they get there? In short, we call Film Stage a smart pre-production platform. So basically, our goal is supercharge the processes and industry with latest developments in AI, in neural networks, and Okay, uh, technologists, let's say. Our team is a mixture of software developers and filmmakers. I'm just one of the co-founders. Actually, I'm a co-founder in the CTO, so I'm more responsible for technological stack. But at the same time, I'm a huge movie fan, especially horror movie and sci-fi. So for me, it was obvious that (laughs) at some point of my life, I'm going to do something, uh, you know, connected to movies. The other guy, Igor, he's a experienced filmmaker for like ten years, and okay. he was working on film set uh, on film production sets in US. 
And uh, he was expecting to see like spaceships uh, flying everywhere, top, top-notch technologies and cutting-edge stuff. But uh, actually, what was discovered was quite outdated way of doing things, like walking with sharpies and pen and papers and marking your screenplays. This is not the best, not the best solution for planning your filmmaking in 21st century, as we see it, as we see it with our own background. We are not going to tell like something is wrong, just as just as our own assumption. So we decided, okay, what we can do better? Maybe we can give a tool to someone who's going to start his movie. Say you got the screenplay, you upload it to some really smart tool. It got recognized by artificial intelligence and we immediately take it apart and uh, extract all the valuable information out of it. Like how, what the names of actors mentioned in this, in this screenplay, like what props you probably need to rent to make it happen. What kind of locations you need, what kind of equipment you probably going to need to shoot it and so on and so on. And actually this is exactly what we released. So our platform helps you to build your pre-production process. And this is as well, this is this is really helpful to script writers because at the very early stage, mm. you, I, I bet script, script writers don't like and prefer not to do uh, script breakdown and understand the budget. But this tool gives you at the very early stage a way to easily and quickly understand how much money you need to, to have actually to make it happen. How are you going to pitch? How are you going to pitch and where? Uh, the product. That's how we see it. And this is the feedback we're getting from our users who are clients who exactly use our tool to help their project make come true. That's it. How does, you said it, it, it'll help you with your pitch, did you say? It helps, it helps you to pitch, to pitch actually the project because we help you to break it down. So how, how does that work? How does that element of it work? That seems really interesting. So it's based on a, a artificial intelligence, a thing called uh, natural language processing, which is uh, one of the concepts of neural networks. And basically, what is neural networks in terms of programming? It's a, it's an attempt to recreate human brain behavior. So it's the concept. It's rather simple. You have a billions of neurons and their connections in your brain mm-hmm. and this machine is really complex when you think about that but actually it's made of a very very simple elements and it's basically a neuron cell with some inputs some weights applied to their that inputs and based on the value of the inputs the neuron decides what kind of signal it produces so at the end it's a very very complex network which is able to operate with all sorts of information and concepts and extract all the all sorts of features out of different types of information and so on. And uh, in the programming world, there are artificial neural networks which try to recreate exactly the same behavior. So the concept is super simple. Utilizing very simple mathematic functions mm-hmm. if you have 
a complex enough system, you can recreate almost any behavior. Like you can nowadays using neural networks, you can generate realistically looking videos. You have deep fake. Okay. Mm-hmm. But how so, does how does an how does AI read a script? I know that I know it's ones and zeros. I understand the idea mm-hmm. of billions of neural mm-hmm. connections in my brain and stuff, but mm-hmm. obviously I'm an emotional person living in the moment. Mm-hmm. A, a computer script, no matter how complex it is, or even if it's machine learning, mm-hmm. is still a machine. How is it? it how is it, it reading it and translating it into, you know, like for example, picking out? I mean, is it able to pick out emotional beats because that's obviously a feeling, not a fact? We're trying to leave the emotional and artisanal part to real people. Okay. We're trying to help them with uh, rotting <coughs> stuff and the boring job. So. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about the emotional side, it's controversial. Actually, it's 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 uh, it's a long discussion. Yeah, is machine is able to extract the emotion and everything. So basically, what happens to text when they feed it to machine? Yeah. So at the at the very bottom of our system, there is a very advanced, say, uh, um, natural language processing processing engine or model. Basically, it understands a lot about human human language, especially about English language. So basically, uh, you can represent every sentence or every sequence of words into uh, numbers. So, and then using these numbers, you're able to perform all sorts of operations. You can compare them, add them, measure, do all sorts of weird multidimensional stuff. And basically, actually what it helps you to do, it helps to understand you how one sequence is similar to another mm-hmm. or not, and have a, some kind of digital value of this imaginable distance. So after all, it gives you a way to train your neural network on subset of um, data, which was prepared by you as an engineer. So basically you're telling, okay, this part should be treated like that. And these parts should be treated like this. And if you have enough examples, I'm talking about millions mm-hmm. or at least hundreds of thousands. After the process called training, the system is able to understand on previous never seen data how it should be understood like, treated like. Yeah, that's that's like the spooky bit, isn't it? When it, it begins. Oh, yeah, it's, want- it's really spooky because it, it helps you Using this approach, we are able to do a lot of scary stuff with with all sorts of data. We can generate like photorealistic images with engines like DALI 2.0 today. We can do deepfakes again. Mm. So basically, the concept is super simple. But but can I ask you? But but in terms of one thing, it always always puzzles me is that what you're talking about hundreds of thousands, millions even is past performance, isn't it? It's basically saying that if in a million times, this is the pattern of behavior over a million times, mm-hmm. or these, or these are a million possibilities after this. If, 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 if incident a happens, there are a million different possibilities and we now know what they are. And we can, the, the, the system can judge what's good and what's bad. But when you're creating something, you're creating something from scratch, aren't you? In a way. 
the the, mm-hmm. the creator, and I'm, I'm talking from a personal point of view, and this is something that I can't square with, with with the sort of the sort of computer side of it is that a computer isn't looking to the future. A computer is only drawing on the past. How do how does that how does that square up? Yeah, it's a good question. Well, after all, what I really think computer and uh, or even this kind of advanced technologies is just a tool. So it's up to person decide what needs to be done with that. Of course, of course, you can feed the machine like the whole Howard Phillips Lovecraft stories, and it will generate probably something in his manner or something looking really similar to his stories. But you need to have a Lovecraft at the very beginning. That's the point. Yeah, I'm gonna say you see you've seen the um the Appleby meant the Appleby video script. Haven't have you seen that example? Um, so so an so machine learning was fed all the scripts for uh, Applebee's. You know the American diner type place. It's like mm-hmm, a, ch- mm-hmm. a chain of diners. So they make video, you know, advertisement videos, and they they fed the script the scripts into the all the scripts that have been written for for an Applebee's promotional video was fed into this AI machine that then spat out an AI version of a screenplay. And it was, it was terrifying. I mean, in a way it looked, it looked and felt like a screenplay, but obviously once you examined it with any kind of, um, any kind of thinking, it was a, it was a load of nonsense in, in a way. Nonsense, Exactly. Exactly. It's nonsense. It's just looks realistic, but it's up to human decide where the story goes to and what kind of effect it needs to produce on, you know, the watcher or listener. So we've talked, we've talked around what film your stage is and how, and how it functions and how it's best used. And at the end of the day, it's a tool for humans to get better, more efficient ways of getting from pre-production into production. It's kind of. Right, right, right. So looking into the crystal ball now, into the future and screenwriting in the digital age, what do you think the future role of AI is in the creation of film? How, how do you see that panning out? I believe in a very short period of time, you'll be able to write your screenplay and instantly see the visualization. And it will be photorealistic and it's in super, super detailed in all possible sorts of stylization or genre or whatever. You'll be able to fine-tune it as you wish. And I see it coming really soon, and we're gonna help it, help it to become true. Actually, can we keep that a secret between you and me, and then just just do it for my scripts? Okay, okay, <laughs> we can do it definitely. No, that sounds amazing. I mean, I've seen I've seen the um, the birth of um, of sort of making either proof of concepts or um, or even promo, just simple promos without a single actor using the sort of Using gaming technology, isn't it, where we can we can use the the avatar and the the idea of world mm. creation mm-hmm. to create proof of concepts, or even go to countries, you know, using augmented reality and stuff, where we can we can basically create an artificial scene in mm-hmm. Mumbai and go, mm-hmm. yeah, that looks about right. Before you've even stepped up, stepped out your front door, you can you can almost proof a concept whether or not it's worth doing it. So the idea that that you're saying. That the software will get so advanced, or the hardware will get so advanced, it will read the screenplay and begin to create images that match the screenplay. 
Not only like this, even 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 way more way, way more advanced. Because have you have you ever used a virtual reality set actually, like goggles and uh, yeah 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 yeah. It's frightening the living daylights out of me. Have you tried ever to go painting in three D environment? No, no. Try it. It's a it's just mind blowing experience. You are not like drawing anymore. You are more like sculpturing the stuff. You you making volume, and it's a, it is really different from like uh, usual drawing approach on the paper or any two-dimensional surface. Now you're more like carving or sculpting something with volume in VR. It's, mm. well, it feels strange. And the set of your tools is way, way wider than you have in reality. So what I believe is going to happen, you'll be, you're gonna, going to have something similar in virtual reality environment like writing your sequence your text and instantly seeing it rendered just around you and imagine how cool it would be just to walk through the bar was that was just mentioned in your in your scene with all these bottles and scary you know we've there's a there's a, there's a tv sh- there's a tv show in britain which is about, I mean, it's, this is going to sound like a mad comparison, but I think it it's, it talks to what you're saying. It's it's a really simple idea. It's about, it's, and it's going to sound stupid, but it's about garden design, yeah? So somebody, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody's got a horrible garden and they bring mm-hmm. a designer in and the designer says, what would you like? And they go, oh, well, this, this, and this. And they go, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they create a virtual reality of yes. the garden and yes. you get to walk through your garden, but it's not, it's not real. It's yes. So yes. it sounds pretty. What you're saying is a similar kind of thing, isn't it? Where you yeah, yeah, yeah. accept when I write about a vintage record shop with a demon coming out of a record on a, on a gramophone, I'll be able to generate something along those lines. Yes. Yes. I, I I'm absolutely sure it's going to be true and really, really soon. You will be able to, maybe to fine tune the, the look of demon the way you'd like. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I see what you're and, saying. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I know that's a bit, we're, we're, we're crystal ball gazing, but in your... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. in your plans for what you're developing through film you stage then how far away do you think this reality is for filmmakers um, it's a good question because filmmakers are going to use it more and more virtual reality will become a huge piece of their daytime routine and a nice tool especially with the arrival of 
Unreal Engine 5, which is a really nice game engine. Hmm. But it looks so amazing that, you know, there's no point not to make movies using it. No, well, no, this is this is what I saw a demonstration of it. There's a there's a conference in Britain called the Future of Film, and that was the first time I came across it. Like they were they were doing demonstrations about how it used to be obviously the tool of the kind of post-production houses, you know, like how to use Mm -hmm. CGI and whatnot. But the idea that you would up front create the, I don't know, the lunar landscape that you want to, that's got, you know, special trees on it or whatever. You can do all that without, I mean, it sounds weird, but like without leaving your home. And I guess in this pre, you know, in this post-pandemic, everybody wants to be greener. The idea that you can do a lot of conceptualising without travelling thousands of miles every time to do it. Right, right, right. You know, it, it could actually be a force for good in a weird way. Yeah, this is actually another topic we're trying to cover with Film Your Stage because, well, our ideas, let's go paperless. Let's do your stuff without wasting paper. Upload your PDF to our website. Oh. We're able to recognize it, create a breakdown for you. The next step, actually... Breakdown, script breakdown was our our initial feature which helped us to launch the platform and go to market, mm. start to get clients, customers, and sell paid subscriptions. And now we're building the whole tool set for pre-production, like make your switching schedule, create your budget, and we are constantly introducing all these new tools and features mm. on our platform. So Really, very soon we are going to uh, go even deeper. We are going to release this thing called uh, reference boards. So basically, you'll be able to build references, like visual references for various types of things in your screenplay. Maybe you would like to uh, see that actor similar to that one, like. I don't know, Bruce Campbell or someone. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Attach, let's attach his visual reference. So and we're going to connect uh, various vendors and uh, assets providers to our platform in order to give a really seamless and nice experience to filmmakers to prototype their project, basically. And this is just the beginning. It's, a, it's a, the part of a big picture. And big picture is to connect all sorts of vendors and marketplaces to mm. uh, our platform. So basically, in, in our mind, in our imagination, it works like this. You are pro- upload the screenplay, we recognize it and break it down, and we show you suggestions about how this could be shot in which location in particular. And we connect you with, say, location agencies or location scouts somewhere who have a marketplace. Okay, you need actors. We have an actor's agency for you. Go check it. And everything will be connected into one place. And if you uh, get real things, what you need to create your project, then you'll get the pretty accurate numbers, actually. Mm. Uh, Like your budget. And now we have budgeting. And with this kind of assumption and uh, prototype, it will be even easier to go pitching and, uh, and uh, understand how, how costly your project could be. Sounds really exciting. Now, so um, 
people can people can subscribe to your uh, to the to the service on at the at present time as we talk. It's now sixth of June as we're talking. Uh, you've got two plans. There's the, the well, you've got three plans, but the two that are priced. You've got award winning plan at thirty nine dollars a month and a an amazing studio plan at one hundred and nineteen a month. And people can look at what that gets them by checking out your website. I'll put a link in the in the show notes. But you're you're offering listeners a discount code. What 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 is what's that going to get them? Yeah, it's uh, super simple. You just type uh, "Britflix thirty, mm-hmm. and that's it. You get a discount thirty percent for your subscription. Fantastic. That simple. Well, I think we're going to put it into description also, right? Just to make yeah, sure yeah, yeah. No, I'll put, I'll, everything will go in the show notes. Don't worry. Um, Great. Well, look, it sounds fascinating. It's a scary and exciting future. Uh, mm-hmm. One that I don't fully understand, but also I think I do at the same time, which I think is sort of half the battle. But it just gives me to say thank you very much for giving us your time on the Britflix podcast. Thank you, Stuart. Pleasure. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.